What if you could say an all-in yes to yourself for 2022? What if you could commit fully to the things you said you were going to do, to the vision that you have, and to be in the room with a mentor who will hold you accountable, cast an even wider vision for you, and give you the strategy, tools, tactics, and support to ensure that these things come to fruition. Welcome to the iconic experience. Oh, just like comes out of me from the depths of my soul, this program, if I can even call it that. It's just not. That's why it's called the iconic experience. It is an experience. And it is one of the biggest gifts I've ever put out into the world. You are going to be part of a mastermind, a high level executive roundtable of perfectly welcomed in and invited in souls who will collaborate with you and network with you and stretch you and share ideas and all the goodness that comes out of a mastermind is so extraordinary. So you're going to have that every month. You're going to have group Voxer. So that mastermind stays active and you can drop in and ask questions and really share with one another and build deep, meaningful relationships. And on top of that, I thought, what could I do to expand this beyond something that I've seen out there in this world? And that is you have a full iconic experience by welcoming yourself into the rooms of everything I launch live in 2022. So you do not need to contemplate whether you should or do I want to invest. You get to sit back and receive for the entire year as the result of a single yes to yourself. One yes gets you a mastermind for the entire year full of really wicked women, group Voxer with these same women and myself, and you walk in the room for all the live coaching programs that I launch in 2022. You're just in. You're in the room. So this is really for the woman who is ready to lead, lead herself, lead her business, lead her life. And if this sounds like, ooh, it's a prayer I've been asking for, and I just want to say yes to something and just enjoy the experience versus looking constantly for the next thing, the next answer, the next coach, oh, the confusion, the chaos, the energy that is expended through that. Welcome to the iconic experience. You can come into the DMs tell me you're interested, ask the questions. I am so excited to answer them and to get to know you and see if this is a fit for you. Welcome to the best year of your life in 2022. And I'm telling you right now, the iconic experience is going to be like the rocket that's going to take you to the whole new level, the one that you've been asking for. Interesting because those collaborations are extending well beyond Clubhouse. So it becomes collaborations on Instagram's news feature where you can have four people on a live, right? It becomes Instagram lives. It becomes getting on each other's podcasts, going into each other's Facebook groups. But all of that really starts with relationship. It starts with a a sense of trust and knowing what your brand is about, what you have to offer and having the confidence of sitting on a stage with people that might offer something similar to what you do, but going there to serve the audience and serve your heart out. Clubhouse is one of those places that if you are someone who like has that serving in you, you're someone that like really cares about lifting up people and just giving clubhouse is a place where it is super rewarded and it's rewarded with follows. It's rewarded with sales. It's rewarded with trust and building your personal brand. To me, it also is rewarded with respect and trust that you build with other people. 
Welcome to the Becoming Iconic Podcast. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. I am a life, business, and brand stylist. And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Hey, icons, welcome to today's podcast with a special guest, Annabelle Baihan, who is just a beautiful soul, someone who I'm really excited for you to learn through when it comes to Clubhouse. See, Annabelle has really taken Clubhouse and the app by storm and is leading the way and also teaching others how to build their business and really generate more of a network that leads them into productivity and prosperity in their business. So she is our girl to talk all things Clubhouse. I am excited for this conversation because before we hit record, I was telling Annabelle that I feel a little resistant to Clubhouse, and I also don't really love feeling resistant to anything. So I'm really excited to have my eyes and my mind opened up a little bit more. So welcome to the podcast, my friend. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about my new favorite app. I know that there's a lot of resistance to starting anything new, especially another thing to do, but we can talk about it. Yeah. I want to dive in the deep end, but I do want everybody to know a little bit about who you are. So maybe you could let people know a little bit about your story and how you got to the Clubhouse app. Yes. In 2016, I had been coaching for a while, but I actually went full-fledged into coaching. When I had my son, I didn't want to go back to work in a corporate lifestyle. I found myself in this world of creating a flexible income, but also trying to also make an impact in the world. And so that's what I have been doing. But I did feel as though I was looking for a place to land with all of that energy. I wanted to make a big impact, but in many ways, I was a generalist, which I think that being in the corporate environment, it really prepares you for because corporations need you to be everything all the time. I was doing pretty well at that, but I was looking for that place to land. I had started to look into Instagram as possibly being that place and like sales through Instagram. And I was really niching down because I had this inner thing in me. You need to niche. There's some place for you. I really felt that. And then Clubhouse came and I was like, oh yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So I dove right in. Back in December, when there was 1 million people on the app, a few people giggled at me, right? A few people were like, what are you going to do if it fails? And I was like, I don't care. I want to do this. I want to give myself this. I want to believe in this. Since December 24th to now, which has been around six months, I have been showing up every single day on the app and serving. And now close to 10,000 people have come through my world and I've been touching their lives. And many of them are so grateful. And so many transformations have happened. Also for me, because that act of actually stepping in and saying yes to that instinct, that like inner knowing of like, I needed to land someplace with this energy. It opened up so many doors because I wasn't half in and half out or spread out across 10 different things. And so it's become this place where I'm building community, but also where like, I actually feel like I serve in my fullest capacity. I couldn't do that when I was spread out in all these different places. Makes total sense. So I'm going to assume some people listening in are like, what's Clubhouse? Where did that come from? Like, where's this app stemming from? And where do you sort of see it going? 
So the app is an audio social platform. It's like Zoom, but you don't see anybody's faces. <laughs> it's people would say it's like a podcast, but it's conversational, right? Like on a Zoom meeting, or if you call a friend on a phone, you're talking to them. That's what it is. When I first got on Clubhouse in December, there was a lot of celebrities on there. So when the celebrities would come, there was a lot of buzz and people were jumping on and it was like, oh my goodness, I have access to someone that I would have never imagined having access to. This is so cool. That's kind of how it got started. But really underneath all of that, underneath the flash and the glamour are these micro communities of people who are meeting each other through voice. And voice is so powerful because you get to hear so much of a person's soul and intention in their voice, right? Some things that we don't necessarily see in static messages, but at the same time, people are able to show up more fully for these conversations because they don't need to set up the video production side of things. It's all voice and community and people coming together to talk about a conversation. So within Clubhouse are clubs. And so much like Facebook groups, you're able to join conversations and communities around things that you like. So there's a huge women in business group, there's spiritual groups, there's business development groups, whatever it is that you're needing as an individual, you can join a conversation, ask your questions and be seen as an expert. That's what Clubhouse is. It's one of the things that has created these conversations so quickly. And you're able to actually like, you know, say one thing, hear somebody else's opinion, and then say something back. And that instant feedback is something that I have not seen anywhere else. A lot of times when you post a social media post, people will comment and then you have to circle back and comment back. And there's that lag of feedback and conversation. But this is just a complete flow of conversation that can happen. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I do agree. Like when we are writing a post, any media platform, people sometimes can't feel like that passion, that deep conviction you have, especially for someone who doesn't enjoy writing. I mean, I love writing copy, but that was actually learned through social media. Not a lot of people do. And I know that's one of the things I find clients bump up against often is this feeling of, I know what I want to say, but putting it into words sometimes feels so difficult. And what you're suggesting here with Clubhouse is, take that away. And you could be in your pajamas with bedhead and serving at a really high level and letting people feel your energy, your conviction, your knowledge, expertise, and confidence, really. I think the confidence would really come through. That's exactly it. You show up exactly how you are. But you know, there's the other side of this where it's like, okay, well, I put time in on Clubhouse. I have these great conversations, but the rest of my world, the rest of my content still needs something, right? I can't just abandon all of these other communities that I've created someplace else. I see Clubhouse as being the start or the nurture of a conversation that's already existing and already happening. So many of us are using tools to start to take notes in Clubhouse Room and use that to fuel the content and conversation on all the other platforms. So a lot of people are seeing accelerated growth to their LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook groups because they're able to post complimentary content into their other social medias, as well as like create ideas for content. Like, have you ever been like, what am I going to post about next? But if you're out in the world having conversations with real people, hearing their questions, market research becomes seamless the content ideas just come over and over again. And from these conversations, you can take the notes, have someone repurpose it, put that on your social media, and that conversation becomes something that keeps going, as well as loops back to, you know, the people who you might be generating awareness with on Clubhouse, building a lot of awareness, then come back to you on Clubhouse to go deeper. And that's where the conversations around like, if you want to have sales, or if, 
they really need that next step with you. It happens really fast on Clubhouse because people are able to build that trust so easily, especially when there's supportive content and communities on the other social platforms. So I see it being part of the ecosystem that people have around content in general, rather than being just another thing that we need to do or something that's completely new that we all need to learn. I'm pretty sure that we can all open up our mouths and speak about something that's important to us. There might be stage fright, there might be imposter syndrome, and all of that exists. But when we do, what is the most beautiful thing about Clubhouse is how many amazing smart people exist in the world, and how many we get access to that maybe we wouldn't even be able to receive all of that content on Instagram or on Facebook. But in a room, you can hear from 50 experts in an hour. And how cool is that? The accessibility is undeniable. I totally agree with that. So maybe I can talk to you about a few of my hesitations because I don't believe I would be alone in that. Here are some of my hesitations with Clubhouse. The one piece is that it's not necessarily the ability to repurpose anything. Like I'm speaking, it's not recorded. I don't have an audio downloadable content to put on the next thing. What I heard you say though, is someone could be taking notes and use that for your posts. But do you find a lot of people have resistance because it's really not that easy to repurpose that energy? Yes, but I have a solution and I've been working on trying to figure out what to do because you could very well go on Clubhouse, spend two hours talking, not repurpose anything, but have those ideas that come into your head about new content streams and understand the questions that people tend to have. I do think there's some benefit to that, but to really maximize the return on your time beyond just having optimized awareness, beyond reaching more people quickly, I think is to start thinking about how can we stream? Clubhouse is not against recording as long as people know about it. So you can actually stream, you could have like an iPad and a laptop up, reach all of your social profiles with a lesson, right? And then stay on Clubhouse to have a Q&A where you have a dynamic conversation, oh, take those good. notes and then create social media. So I see that being the future for creators that actually want to reach people across platform is to use that time to generate content for everything. It drives content over and over and over again, because people always have a question when people always have an idea of a room that you should do, people will always be asking you for more information. And so that also helps to like build that momentum. But I think we really need to be thinking about how we can actually repurpose that content, that time to build content for all of our other platforms where you create video content as well as like text-based content for everything else. But it's in your words and it's in the words of your customers, right? So the questions that they're asking are the exact questions that they would ask if they were reading it anywhere else. So in some ways, actually having a conversation about what we do makes it all easier. We just need to have to do on the backside, the work to actually record it, record it somehow, record it in our notes, record it through video content, have those other systems up and running. And when we start thinking about that, I think that this becomes this limitless content machine or content waterfall that could really like drive content everywhere else. I actually really like that idea. So what I'm seeing is setting up your iPhone, setting up your laptop, doing some sort of live, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, and you're live on Clubhouse at the same time. But what happens is once you've closed off that lesson or you've spoken about whatever the content is or the topic is, you close down those platforms and just move over into Clubhouse and welcome people from those other platforms. Hey, come over and hang out with me on Clubhouse. We're going to do a live Q&A now following this lesson. Ooh. That's juicy. I like that one. That just gave me an aha. I did an interview on Clubhouse. I was one of the moderators and it was an hour and a half long. And when we were complete, we were complete. And I thought, oh, but that was such a great conversation. 
I was looking and for these tangible ideas. So I really appreciate that one. That's really good. So how does someone get started? Let's say right now someone's thinking, ooh, I love this because I love Clubhouse also for the fact that you are literally practicing public speaking. You're practicing bringing your message forward. And I just think it's the best way to practice by doing it vocally and articulating that. So let's assume someone's inspired a little bit and wants to go into Clubhouse. First of all, do you still need an invitation? Is it still there? You do need an invitation, but anyone that's on Clubhouse has more than they can give to their friends. So I would say this is a great time to be looking in Facebook groups for an invite. I think they're going to be opening it up soon. But the good news is, is that Android and iPhone are accessible to Clubhouse now. Just look out for invites. I know that there's groups on Facebook that are all about Clubhouse invites. I don't really think that nobody cannot get in. It's not like last November when like I was begging all my friends to invite me. You can still get in. I actually have some invites through my club. So you can DM me on Instagram and I'll invite you guys. That's so nice of you. One of the things I love about Clubhouse is the meaty bio that they provide for you. You can really promote yourself on that bio. I'm like, amen, because the one thing with Instagram that really hurts my heart (laughs) is trying to condense who you are and the impact you can make into the smallest of space. It just feels sometimes like such a beast. So one thing I love about Clubhouse is the fact that they open up that door to really allow you to promote yourself properly and effectively. So would you recommend that's where someone starts is get their profile nice and tidy? And do you have any tips for that? I do think it's a great place to start. One is actually use a profile photo that you really love. Because people will know you by this picture. So we tested it where we've like changed our picture out and then people don't recognize you in a room even, you know, until you get to that name by name basis, most people are going to really care about that picture. So you want it to be something that's attractive that people will click on and you can brand it like you can put your branding colors behind the picture. That is just the gateway to all of the rooms. Like most people will see your first name and your picture and that's when they choose to click on your bio. So I always say that that's like the first thing. The second thing is that you want to know where you're driving people after. Clubhouse, to me, is an awareness engine, but we don't want to keep everyone on Clubhouse because it's a new social media platform. I really want it to win. I really want it to exist forever. I'm also aware that it's a new social media platform and that there's so much opportunity to build our Instagram, build our email list. I would say that your bio should really start about who do I want to meet on this app and what's my intention for taking them somewhere else? So if you're a business owner, what is the thing that you want to offer to the clubhouse community? There's like over 10 million people on the community. So what's that? And then write your bio to them. There's so much room for you to say how you help. So use the I help statement, tell people the ways that you want to help them on clubhouse, and then also tell them a little bit about you. The thing about clubhouse is it's not your brand. It's you. It's your personal brand. It's not your business. And so you want to also let them know, like, are you a dog mom? Do you like nature? Whatever it is. So have a little bit of that fun stuff too, but don't let that overwhelm what you actually do because everybody's there to meet the amazing professionals and help each person along on their goal. So if you have that in your bio and then at the bottom, you really talk about where you want people to go with you after, maybe it's a free guide, maybe it's some sort of mini course or whatever it is tell people and that will drive them to Instagram where they can see all of your content. So I think that that's really where the magic and the connection actually happens. Once you get them in the direct messages or they're watching your stories and they get to see a little bit more of you beyond just your voice, 
Clubhouse does good work in making them aware of you and helping them trust you. But sometimes to really bite into someone, you kind of need to see them. Get them over to Instagram. And so I think that those are the goals of the bios. Does this let people know what you can do to help them, what you're on Clubhouse to do, a little bit about you, and drive them somewhere else? So do you recommend Instagram over their website or both? Yeah. So the only live links you can add right now are Twitter and Instagram. And user behavior is normally to go to Instagram. So you can put your website link on your Instagram, but I would probably do like one place or maybe a link tree that with like a short amount of options. That's been working really well, but I would drive them right now to Instagram. Clubhouse is building its own direct messaging, but for anyone to message you, they have to go to Instagram or Twitter. I don't know anything that can grow an Instagram faster right now than Clubhouse. So if one of your goals has been to like grow your Instagram, drive people over there to get whatever it is, a freebie, to comment on a post, to see something in your stories, whatever it is, drive the traffic over because you're getting all this awareness. Why not get them over? And then it's an extra bonus if you get them on your email list. Good stuff. Oh, this is good. I'm learning so much. Okay. So we get our bio. I feel really crystal clear about, you know, the marketing and the approach to that. As a new person on Clubhouse, do I start a room or is it better to go and meet people within existing rooms? What's sort of the strategy behind that? I would say know where your leverage is. That's the first thing. Like if you're someone that's coming and you have a strong network and you know some power players that have some influence on the app, it makes a whole lot of sense to be in their rooms, to kind of go into something that's already existing. If you're somebody that doesn't have a big network yet and you're really starting at zero, on Clubhouse, you're also starting at zero. You have only the contacts in your phone. So the way the algorithm works is if you were to go in and open up a room today, only the people that follow you are going to see it. In order to increase the chances of having more people come into your room so that they hear the amazing value you're about to drop when you open up a room, is to open up a room in a club and to increase your following. In order to increase your following, you want to go into rooms that are existing, that are within the value pillars that you provide, where you know you can add value or ask a really smart question and get up on the stages and actually talk to people. If you have friends on the app that are like hosting rooms and they're doing really well, that would be the time for an ask to co-moderate with them because when you moderate, it does also increase your following. So that's another way. And then the other way is to go into the keyword search and look for clubs that have already built communities around what you do. So a lot of these clubs will allow you to open up a room borrowing their club members. So all of their club members will see your room when you open it. And so that gives you a larger user base while your following is still small. So I would say when you're first starting, you want to be in this cycle of like creating awareness of who you are by going into rooms that are already existing building relationships with club owners and starting rooms under existing clubs. And then once you've got a foundational base, and I would say 500 to 1000 people is that foundation to get people into your own room. That's the time to really start showing who you are on the app. You can right now gain like 500 to 1000 followers in the matter of one or two months. It's not like the things that take a long time. You know, if you just show up, you talk in a couple rooms every single day, those followers will come, especially if what comes out of your mouth is super valuable and gives people a good idea of who you are. It's this place with like massive opportunities still. So I think that people can still get in on it and still build that base. And once you have that base and people know who you are and you've done that work, which like maybe will take one or two months of your life, then people will start coming into your rooms and then the hallway is going to help you generate that awareness. And then you'll start getting more organic people coming into your rooms. But it makes sense to do a little bit of that work to go out 
and generate awareness around ourselves. And that's what we need to do really anywhere. I think that very rarely is someone going to find your Instagram through a post that you put out there. Like, I think that that's less likely. We need to do a little bit of work behind the scenes. And so that's the work that you need to do on Clubhouse. But the good news is it's only talking, right? You just get up and talk. What I'm hearing too, that I'd love people to pick up on from a marketing perspective is it's also kind of commanding that we promote ourselves and put ourselves out on a skinny branch and ask for collaborations. I love this practice because that can be uber uncomfortable, but a really beautiful way of teaching relationship building and putting yourself out there and having somebody say yes, that feeling and also being respectful if someone says no. So I love that practice. But I'm also really loving this piece of collaboration because the one thing I'm seeing in business as a whole, I'm seeing in 2022, a massive shift in the online space where there'll be way more collaboration. And rather than all of us doing our own thing, coming together and bringing something really robust out into the world where we all complement one another and all networks seem to be blessed through this variety of facilitators versus one. So I love that Clubhouse is really nurturing that right now because collaboration is where it's at. Oh, yeah. It's interesting because those collaborations are extending well beyond Clubhouse. So it becomes collaborations on Instagram's news feature where you can have four people on a live, right? It becomes Instagram lives. It becomes getting on each other's podcasts, going into each other's Facebook groups. But all of that really starts with relationship. It starts with a a sense of trust and knowing what your brand is about, what you have to offer and having the confidence of sitting on a stage with people that might offer something similar to what you do, but going there to serve the audience and serve your heart out. Clubhouse is one of those places that if you are someone who like has that serving in you, you're someone that like really cares about lifting up people and just giving Clubhouse is a place where it is super rewarded and it's rewarded with follows. It's rewarded with sales. It's rewarded with trust and building your personal brand. To me, it also is rewarded with respect and trust that you build with other people. When you invite somebody else to come to your stage, to come to what you've built and you say, I want to co-collaborate with you. It is a sign of respect and trust and honoring that person's expertise and being willing to a lot of times take it out of our own ego and say, like, I want to create something with you. I don't have to do this by myself. Like, I don't know how Clubhouse did this, but they created the perfect environment for all of us to thrive and be successful when we do that. But the people that do, like they sit in their stubbornness, they don't want to collaborate with anyone else then it's only their own audience. It's only their own power that can really like help them generate awareness. And there's only so much we can do by ourselves. But when we come together and everybody wants each person to succeed and we realize there's abundance out there and there's enough for everyone and the right people will find each of us, there has been so much power in that on Clubhouse. And I've seen it over and over again. I do think that it does take an act of bravery to do that first reach out, especially if your account's still smaller and somebody else is bigger. But what I've noticed is that most people want to help you. You know, you might get some no's, right? You might get some not right now. I'm so busy, but that's okay. Those yeses are what really, really matter. I would not be where I am on Clubhouse if some of the people who are influencers on Facebook groups that I reached out to wouldn't have come to me with me to my first room. And we built the biggest depth of relationship through that, being new on Clubhouse together, starting something scary, putting up a room about influencers on Clubhouse. We did it. And now I get to see each of them being successful in their own stream on Clubhouse. And it's so cool to then bring that power back together as we're all growing. It's so fun. I think that there's room for everyone. 
that's the message there, especially when we collaborate, because we create new things that like have not been created before when we come together. 100%. It's just the world I want to live in. I want to live in the world where we realize that there's so much abundance. There are so many people that we each get to just sit in our confidence and our glory and show up and serve and allow things to unfold naturally versus this feeling of getting or in competition of. So I'm so glad you brought that up. What's the etiquette for asking? So I'm thinking about myself and let's say I want to go start playing now and and meeting some people. I don't even know what my following is, but let's say it's basically nothing. How is the etiquette around that when you are someone who doesn't have a huge network and going and sort of asking basically, could I come in? Is there a proper way of doing that? Is there a flirt and a relationship building ahead of time first? Yeah, I do think that the flirt really matters. The people that I asked that run Facebook groups, I've been in their Facebook groups for a long time. I've been commenting on their posts for a long time. And there's a lot of people that I say yes to on Clubhouse to go and help them in their rooms because they show up for me. They come up, they ask questions, they comment on my social media posts. And the approach when they do ask is like, hey, I've noticed that you bring value in this and that. And I have this idea and I want to see if it will work and I want to create with you. When you take that approach, it works really, really well. Some things not to do is to see that somebody has like a big room and then say, hey, can I come mod with you right now? And I've never known you. I've never seen you. And it happens. Do the work and play the long game. Actually support people. And if you do that and you see the value in them, you see how they could bring value to the conversation and you care most about who's going to be in the room and be able to benefit from the conversation that you're co-creating together. I think a lot of people can say yes to that because who doesn't want to serve? Who doesn't want to create something new that nobody's seen on Clubhouse before because we're bringing your industry and my industry together and we're going to just go have a fun conversation and just play. Like, I think that we need to be in that sense of play, not from obligation, not from, I see you doing something. So I just want to like hop into it. Let's co-create together. And when we do that, like, I think that it becomes so much easier. Be realistic with yourself. If you don't have the foundation of followers you have some on Instagram. So I think that you're in a good position to do some asks, right? You could do an Instagram live on yours and be in someone else's clubhouse room. And that would be like an even trade. Like I I feel like that would feel really mutual beneficial. But I know there's some people that maybe like are still growing their Instagram, still growing their clubhouse, still growing their everything, right? And that's totally okay. Be aware that the relationship and the consistency and the value that you see in other people and provide to other people, those relationships can help accelerate you really, really fast when you just show that you care, Mm. like genuinely care about the person and see them for the value that they are. More than I see you for the followers you can bring me, if we can move away from that, those conversations become so much easier. Because like I said, people want to help. Like I want to help people and I help them all the time. Like I have hours in every single week to go to people's rooms and help them accelerate their growth on Clubhouse. It's always saying yes to those people. They really genuinely want to serve the community. They want to build something. They have impact in their heart. And to me, I want to be a part of that. I want to ride that wave with them. This is very important information and like so beautiful because it doesn't even mean just on Clubhouse. It's anywhere where we really start taking our time and start looking at people for what they can give us and instead start showing up of how can we build relationship where there's a give and a receive, like it goes both ways because regardless of your following, you probably have incredible information to share. So you have something to give. So when we show up in that posture, And we show up and here's what I know I can offer. And we also want to be in collaboration with someone because we appreciate what they're doing. 
the whole energy behind that is so different than being someone who's hunting for the quick answers or the quick growth. I just don't believe that even works anymore. So I love hearing you say that and really hammer that in because I think it's really, really important. So where do you see Clubhouse going? What do you see the next six months, year going with Clubhouse? So from what I hear, the word on the streets, the Clubhouse streets, is that they have more than a million users on the wait list. I have not seen anything but growth happening. I don't even think that they have hit their peak where it starts to plateau. But where I see it going for individuals, you know, not just the app, but like the individuals that are on the app, I see depth of relationship happening and communities similar to what we see on Facebook groups. Sometimes in Facebook groups, you see growth, but you also see the people who have really bonded together, right? The people that have become community. Up until this point, it's been a lot of, oh my gosh, what's happening around me on the app? Oh, there's all this growth. It's so cool. I'm just going to join all the clubs. Now I see a little bit of a settling in where community is really being built. And I think that it's a beautiful time to actually build those relationships and kind of ask yourself, you know, when things do settle, where are the places that are most important to me to spend my time? What Clubhouse is aware of is that people are going out into the world more now. People are, you know, spending more time with family and they are going outside for the summer. They might be going on vacation, right? So the thing that's going to bring them back to the app is going to be the people. The people that actually fill up their cup, fill up their conversation and make it worth their time to be on the app. So I see, you know, more people becoming a little bit more serious with their time on the app. So they're going to want to have those conversations that build community, build friendships, build their business, that type of thing. And then they're probably going to want to go off of the app and get back into the rest of their life. That's where I see it playing a part is that the people who bring high value, they have the consistent content. And they bring something that involves people, includes them, and helps them find that place where they can grow and thrive. I think that those communities are really going to be what grow in the long run on Clubhouse. But yeah, like I said, I have not seen it really tickering off at all. I've only seen growth for me and all of my clients. So I know that there's a lot of news out there that like, will it do well? We don't know. We absolutely don't know if it's going to continue at this growth rate. But everything that I see is that it's been a huge benefit for me. And because I've been doing that work to bring them back into the other parts of my world, it's been a a matter of stability for me because I know that Clubhouse could go today, but I have met so many amazing people along the way. To me, that's worth every moment of my time being on the app. And you know what? Here's the reality. It could all go away. (laughs) That's the reality of this. And so I think what this does is give sort of a buffet version of social media where someone can really start to find where they have the most fun and enjoyment and fulfillment. And one of the things I know is I love speaking. That's why I love this podcast. I love conversation. It's my love language. So the interesting thing as I'm listening to you is really like that curiosity around myself of why am I so resistant? This sounds like my playground. Yet I just know for myself, it's probably been a little bit of a lack of knowledge. So you have really inspired me today. And I love how you are showing up yourself. I've seen a physical and emotional change in you. You are elevated. You have expanded. I see you standing up in your leadership and it is absolutely gorgeous. I want to honor you in this moment because there is something in you that has been ignited 
And just witnessing that in you gives me enough evidence to say there's something here. There's something here because you are glowing. I really appreciate how you're showing up. I really want to just honor that as well. Thank you. Thank you for showing up with the attitude to serve and the heart to give. We need more of you in this space. So I just want to thank you so much. This was really enlightening for me. Thank you. Yes. And I think many people are finding more of themselves by having some place to talk and be heard. I think it's the most beautiful part when you realize that when you do give value and people receive and they're so grateful, it just helps to refine those parts of us that maybe we've been holding back or maybe have been too nervous to really bring out because maybe you tried something somewhere else and it didn't work before. And that was me a lot of times. I tried things. I feel like I had been like trying all the different edges of social media. And then I got into Clubhouse and it just clicked. And a lot of people have had that experience too. So I think it's worth a try for everyone to go through that personal journey of like getting through their insecurities, getting up on a stage and actually talking about what they do and how they want to serve the world, what their dreams are. That refinement is worth it in itself. I will say that it is a little bit scary. I see a lot of people that go through that journey of I I talked in a room and, and maybe people didn't react the way that I thought that they would or I maybe it wasn't as clear as maybe I thought I am. But the next day when you try it again, you're even more clear. It clicks even more. Or you maybe go down to a different club and you find the people that love you for just exactly who you are. Like how many of us need that right now in today's society, right? To not feel alone, to actually be heard, to be seen. Followers, that's great. Like it happens. But I think that more than any of that, it's that I found like people that I can talk to and I can serve that actually like come up and ask me questions. And that has been exactly what I've always wanted. So yes, it has been a beautiful personal journey and a great place to kind of land. And I'm going to ride it as long as it exists. I found my home for now. (laughs) Good. Well, and you know what? Because you have that servant leadership, it is such a beautiful platform for it to be shown because you are really live coaching people. I mean, people are asking you questions. It's really on the spot, which I don't mind. I kind of like that a little bit of the accountability of being in the moment, hearing people, sinking in, thinking before you speak, and then elaborating and watching people have aha moments through somebody who asked a question. I mean, I just see this rippling into so many lives. That feels really welcoming and inviting for me, even as someone listening and being able to pick the brains of people who have journeyed down further down the path than I have. So I love this. Where can they find you? Where would you like everybody listening to go that they can learn more about Clubhouse through you? Yes. Well, if you'd like my free guide on Clubhouse, you can text the word Clubhouse to the number 33777. You can also find me on Instagram. I think it's my favorite place to hang out because that's where all the DMs come. So it's at Annabelle Byhan. Would love to have you come over, say hi, ask me for an invite. I'm serious. I will invite you. I want you on the app. Once you get on Clubhouse, I'm at Annabelle Byhan. Come into one of my rooms. I have a room Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific time. It's in the CH Mastermind Club. That is where we can really get to know each other. You can come up and ask me all your questions about how to navigate Clubhouse. That's what I'm here to do. Beautiful. Okay, well, I'm going to come hang out. Thank you again. You really poured a lot into us, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the wealth of information you just shared. You didn't hold back. Again, that just edifies who you are and how you are here to show up and serve. So thank you so much. 
I can't wait for everybody to go hang out with you on Clubhouse and I'll see you over there too. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to see you all on Clubhouse. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I want to challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together, they all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there, make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just want you to make it a great day.